1: Shalom, and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler, and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay, in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you and worship you, Lord, for this day. We ask now that this radio program would glorify you and that the things said in it, Lord, would be your heart, the heart of Messiah. So, Lord, we praise you, we thank you, And we acknowledge you in everything we do. We bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. So, good morning. It's good to be back. And I appreciate you listening to the Heart of Messiah radio program each week. For those of you who are new, I'm Rabbi Steve Weiler. And I'm coming with what God has put on my heart for the radio audience. And this is a listener-supported program, so we rely on your generous gifts, and your gifts keep this program on the radio. You can go to our website, heartofmessiah.org, or click on the Donate button. Or you can call Karen in our office, 813-831-5673. When you support us, it's it's definitely a blessing. So this week, we're going to continue on our series having to do with biblical values and how they should influence our voting. However, we'll start out with a little bit of a different twist. Many of you have written very nice emails in support of my position to use biblical values as foundations for how we should vote. And I don't need to read those nice emails. However, I've also received emails that have challenged some of the things that I've said. And I would like to read a couple of those and try and answer those challenges. So let me begin by reading a sweet disagreement from one in our radio family. Of course, I will not be mentioning names. So the email was actually written to Karen, and um, and the person said, I could not send an email to Rabbi Weiler, but please tell him God is in control our Messiah is a fair God. Let's not forget that we are all sinners. Change hotels if the one he does not like upsets him and family. <laughs> so that's the first part of what she wrote. And so let me just say, yes, I agree. God is definitely in control. Never doubted it for a second. In James 2.14, it says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can such faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to him, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but you do not give him what his body needs, what good is that? So also, faith... If it does not have works, is dead by itself. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works, show me your faith without works, and I'll show your you faith by my works. We are always going to walk in our faith. However, even Yeshua used works sometimes to display his discontent. And so let me mention this. We were uh, the the person who wrote in was talking about my petition, which I haven't mentioned yet this week on uh, on the Hilton, and uh, not being happy with the way they're advertising. And um, I believe that we are to go against the secular culture, and when possible. Um, display those things to them that we would like to see, both verbally and, and in any way we can. Of course, we do it with love. Now, we see, as I mentioned about Yeshua, Matthew twenty-one, twelve. it says, Then Yeshua entered the temple and drove out all those selling and buying in the temple. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of thieves. We use Yeshua as a model. We seek to have discernment and know when it is time to pray and when it is time to put feet to prayer. So, listening family, you certainly have a right to disagree with my discernment. But I do believe that God is calling us to, so to speak, overturn the tables here when it comes to culture. We are to uh, seek to get our culture back because God has blessed this country, and we want it continued to be blessed. Amen? So, the second thought she had was that our Messiah is a fair God. That is certainly a true statement, but not quite as optimistic as one would think. Because God is fair, and his fairness is not necessarily our fairness. He punishes, and we don't necessarily like the way he punishes. We see uh, that our culture today is very similar to that in the time of Noah. And we know what happened there with the flood, right? Or Sodom and Gomorrah, which got burned up. I'm not praying for God to be fair, but rather for him to transform the hearts of the people of the United States and return to him. There's no doubt that when people receive Yeshua into their heart, everything will change. And obviously for the good. And then this person, uh, same email, writes, Remind him of Israel. I'm asking the Lord to forgive Israel. Tell him to preach something about the Bible, the Torah, and stop the complaints. (laughs) Okay. Well, Scripture compels me to be active in this election and seeking to bring back biblical values To our country. You know, inscribed in the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia is the following scripture it says, Proclaim liberty throughout all the land until all the inhabitants thereof, Leviticus 25.10. And that's my heart. My heart is to proclaim to this country to wake up and to be active rather than passive. You know, it says in Matthew 5.14, you are a light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. This describes how we're to look. But the verse before it describes action. What's the verse before it? You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt should lose its flavor, how shall it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. This describes what our behavior is to be like. If we no longer affect our culture with biblical values, we as salt have lost our flavor, and we will be good for nothing. So finally, a couple other things that was written in this email. Sign a petition for the young people whom want to... Uh, force them i'm not sure exactly what this means but but uh, she goes on by saying this kind of pers- petition is worth signing in other words uh helping our children in some way not just an ad on a hotel talking about that ask them to read about jacob and laban uh, genesis 30 to me it has a great connection So I agree, we should have petitions and even boycotts of things that are worse than this ad. No question about it. This ad is just one example of the problems in our culture. And uh, concerning Jacob and Laban, I see that Jacob knew from God when to take the abuse, which he did for many years, right, with Laban and his two wives that he got and and working for wages that changed every now and then. Um, but then at the end, he became a man of action. And I believe we're in a time where believers in Yeshua need to rise up in unity and make a difference in our country, just as Jacob left Laban because Of the abuse because of of the non-biblical values that he had to live under. So actually, I think Jacob and Laban's a great story to talk about concerning this. And finally, the last part of the email, don't want to say more than that. May the Lord forgive me if I hurt anyone or said anything out of context. May the Lord be with you, Karen, Uh, speaking to uh, Karen in our office. Pray for me. I am a sinner. How can you be upset with a humble radio listener who voices some disagreements? I love the tone of this email. Yes, we are absolutely all sinners, yet we must approach everything that we do with humility, yet be bold, right? So we have to be both. We have to be humble and yet we have to be bold. Ephesians 3.10 says, the purpose is that through Messiah's community, the multifaceted wisdom of God might be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places, which is in keeping with the eternal purpose that he carried out in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. In him we have boldness and access with confidence through trusting in him. So now to another letter of disagreement. The second letter is it was uh, said. Why am against your Hilton petition? And this is what it's said: the Hilton is not a Christian organization; it's a business. The Reform platform, which you seem to be promoting—I'm uh, sorry—the Republican platform, which you seem to be promoting, stands in favor of letting businesses practice according to the owner's conscience if you don't like their advertising or amenities vote with your feet don't stay there urge others to go elsewhere as well like the BDS movement is voting against Israel products yeah okay second you can ferment a movement against staying at hilton because you don't like their business practices but you have no right to tell them how to advertise their business what next you want Chick-fil-A to close on Saturday and be open Sunday? You're urging censorship while I'm in favor of free speech. So that's the first part of what he wrote, and or, or she wrote. And let me just say this. I am not pro- promoting the Republican platform. I am promoting many of the biblical values that they have put in their platform. And since many of you have not read their platform— I read some of it to you, verbatim. Secondly, you are correct about free speech and that the Hilton is a business and they can do whatever they want. I'm not trying to censor them. Rather, I'm trying to help them have a moral compass and a biblical conscience so that their pendulum moves at least back to the center. As they have the right to advertise the way they want, I have the right to tell them what I feel is wrong. If you sign the petition, you are supporting the idea that they should rethink what they do because of God, scripture and the people of God. I believe we should do things in order. That is biblical. So the order, I believe, that was correct in this situation, which I tried to do, number one, I spoke to the manager of the Hilton where I stayed, and I got a good response from him. Number two, I wrote letters at his advice and called Hilton executives got a very poor response in that regard. Uh, they just gave me kind of form letters and really no response at all. Uh, three, I organized with the American Family Association a petition to show Hilton that I'm not alone in believing that businesses should reflect a Judeo-Christian foundation rather than a secular and moral agenda. And then four, if I'm still unsuccessful, my next move is not to attend any other Hilton or associated hotels. And possibly five, a boycott. But I wanted to show the Hilton Hotel people the respect that I don't believe they've shown me or other biblical believers. Hopefully that makes sense, but... So your third point was, I know you have the messianic blinders on that make you think that the word believer is more uh, specific than the word Christian. But if you check the dictionary, even atheists, secularists, Muslims, and Buddhists are believers. Talk about a name, namby-pamby designation your error by judging a name, a group, by the practices of its worst members or worse non-members. Actually, Jesuit or Yeshua, uh, which I'm not sure what that means, would make a lot more sense if you're casting about for new terms or wayfarers or any of a hundred other names that can be repurposed to good's end. Well, actually, I believe this is a great correction Um, I think the writer of this correction is absolutely right, um, that words matter, matter, and rather than saying believer, I should use something more descriptive, like believers in the Bible, or it, it is not that I don't like the word Christian. However, as a Messianic Jew, in order to be part of Yeshua's body of believers, I want to include myself in that group and still retain who I am. But I will do, try and do better in this uh, area. I believe your correction is correct. I should not use the word believer alone, especially when we are talking about uh, Christians and Messianic Jews. So I thank you for that. Uh, uh, you know, I really enjoy when people uh, correct. Number four. But non-believers or pre-believers think your position is untenable, even dangerous. You add to the fire by promoting interference in a business not your own. I have a knack for escalating, by which I mean making matters worse. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate that you said that, and I think, once again, our radio listener has a point. Those who are not believers in Yeshua will be upset with my approach. I understand. But Second Timothy 3.12 says it, that we're all going to be persecuted for living a, a life in Messiah Yeshua. There's a a cost to being bold, and certainly I have to be ready for people to come against me personally, as well as publicly. Though I have worked hard at not coming against the Hilton, but rather against their choice to advertise. Finally, the email ends with, I'd like to see heterosexual believers, believers in quotes, uh, putting a stop to adultery and pornography. The log in your own eye before you go off on splinter groups. But that's just me. I wish you all the best. And then they signed it. Another sweet ending. Appreciate that for my radio listeners. Even though there is disagreement, the last comment about stopping adultery and pornography is a very important statement. I'd love to know uh, how to do that. And and if my listener... Figures out a way we can do it. Hey, you and I can do it together and then we won't have disagreement. (laughs) I would definitely join with others to affect a culture against adultery and against pornography and against abortion. That is why I'm on the email list of the American Family Association, the American Renewal Project, Community Issues Council, Florida Family Council, Family Research Council, and others. For those who would like to... Get these emails and and see their websites and uh, of the name I just rattled off. Uh, again, call Karen at our office and I'll supply that to you. Uh, our office number eight one three eight three one five six seven three and email is rabbi at heartofmessiah dot org. You know, I've got to say that um, I want to see the culture of our country change. Now. I have a fun thing for you. It's go, drawing towards the end of this program, and I have a little quiz for you. So listen up. I thought I would tell you who wrote, who spoke this beforehand, but I'm going to make it a quiz. So are you ready? I'll give you a couple hints while you're listening to this quote. It is a president who said the following words. You have to guess which president, okay? secularists are wrong when they ask believers to leave their religion at the door before entering into the public square. Frederick Douglass, Abraham Lincoln, William Jennings Bryan, Dorothy Day, Martin Luther King. Indeed, the majority of great reformers in American history were not only motivated by faith, but repeated used religious language to argue their cause so to say that men and women should not inject their personal morality into public policy debates is a practical absurdity our law is by definition a codification of morality much of it grounded in Judeo-Christian tradition okay who said that You're wrong, whoever you said. You're wrong. (laughs) This was a quote from President Barack Obama before he became president. It was in June 28, 2006. It was a call to renewal keynote address at a call to renewal conference on building a a covenant for new America. And that's what he said. Uh, So closing out this um, time we've had together, I I just felt, and by the way, wouldn't you like to have that man as president for the past eight years instead of, okay, sorry about that. But, I mean, that was such a wonderful quote. I loved it. Okay. Here's one more quote. Uh, This election in 2016 is well-defined by the late President Ronald Reagan's quote which he said also before he was a president in his gubernatorial inaugurational speech in 1967, he said this, listen closely. Freedom is a fragile thing and is never more than one generation away from extinction. It is not ours by inheritance. It must be fought for and defended constantly by each generation For it comes only once to a people, those who have known freedom and then lost it have never known it again. Ooh, those are such sobering words. We're out of time. Hey, in finishing up next week, biblical values in the elections, we're going to once again look at the platforms of the democrats and republicans i don't think you're going to want to miss this show though i know some of you are a little tired of me doing biblical values because it feels like i'm not preaching from scripture but i really am i really am it's just a different way of looking at things and again please email me email me and i will email you the petition to sign concerning the Hilton that they should not produce ads that have two men in a bed together. Uh, and, and because they're just not family friendly. If you agree with me, would you email me at rabbi at heart of Messiah.org or call me at 813 or call Karen, I should say eight one three eight three one five six seven three. 831 I will send you out the email, and then you can uh, send it uh, through the link that I provide. So I pray that you come back each week. Allow me to challenge you as we seek to walk in the heart of Messiah. In fact, invite friends to listen to, help financially support us, again, by emailing or or calling our office, 813-831-5673. May the power of God's Word and His Spirit saturate you this day as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us Will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King.
0: You are Messiah, Yeshua, Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.